Welcome to Feels Like Weezer, and we're talking about the fourth track of the Blue Album today, and I am Eric Nash from uh, Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. Hey, Zach. So, like I said, this is the fourth track, and it is Buddy Holly. What's with these homies missing my girl? Why do they got a front? What did we ever do to these guys that made them so violent? Ooh, but you know I'm yours. Ooh, and I know you're mine. What's your hot take on Buddy Holly right off the bat? Oh, man. Buddy Holly. What a great tune. God. I, uh, this, this song. Oh, this song is so good. It's just mm-hmm. so good, Eric. It is just so good. Um, so I, I, I know that usually we wait till the end of the episode to talk about bands that covered it, but I have oh, been so yeah. excited to get to this point so that I can say one of the bands that covered Buddy Holly by Weezer. Do I get to guess? Which, you will, which, which I one? guarantee you, you will not get this band. <laughs> so not the Angry Stone Melons? No, it's no, not the no. Angry Stone okay. Melons. It was the Marmalade Concoction. Oh, okay. It was my high yeah. school cover band. Oh, okay. Well, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, Sweet. this was one of the... One of two Weezer songs that we covered. Um, I was I was the the Cuomo of the group. Um, okay. Yeah. And it yeah it was just we were just being dumb having fun. But I I just I love this song. Uh, you know the the music is great. The lyrics are so fun. Um, you know it, it it's a uh, it is in the music video is wonderful. I had actually never seen the music video until really I went to do notes for this episode. Wow. And I. I just I loved it. I there is nothing wrong with this song in my opinion. I I cannot find a single thing I dislike about it. So <laughs> there's my hot take, Eric. So what about you? What do you what do you think of uh well, of good old Buddy Holly? You know, you mentioned the video. I mean, it, it's definitely it, th- I wouldn't be surprised if this was the first song I heard of theirs. It it is the second single. We'll mm-hmm. get to the first single next next time um in the next episode but um and 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 a lot lot probably because of the video but it's also you know as as again I, i'll reference back to the pilot episode where i believe i talked about it a little more in depth there i mean it was just it was just i think it was just more likely i i would have heard it on uh my my high school's radio station you know this this would have been one of the one of the mm-hmm. weezer songs that they would have been that, that they would have been given the okay to play, you know. I, th- I think some of the others might, might be... Not that they have any curse words in them, that's for sure. They don't, but um, but just some of the some right. of the, some <laughs> themes that are in some of those other ones. Not not that, not that my high school radio didn't play some some things that were maybe a little questionable for, uh, for say, I mean, should a, right. should a freshman here or something be, walk, be walking by the 
Yeah. Here's, Gasp. Yeah. My pearls. Hey, this, this was the uh, early mid '90s. But no, I mean, uh, the, the, but the but the song itself. I mean, the, the one one of the biggest notes I came across for it that Rivers wasn't crazy about having it on the album. He had to be convinced by uh, by Rico Kasich and other people. Really? Other whether it was other band members or apparently they they left notes for him, like when he got got into the studio or whatever. One, well, he okay. didn't like the music video hmm. um, because he felt that. The, uh, the the yeah. people who liked it, the fans were mm-hmm. liking it because of how quirky it was, and not, you know, his his serious songwriting. I can't wait until Rivers <laughs> stops being so pretentious. Uh, <laughs> like that, it it's such a struggle. These first like four albums or so, and then like he fully embraces this like nerd dad, um, you know, from Red Albalon, and I just. That's when I really start to like Rivers as a person. Um, no offense, Rivers, if you're listening, you're a swell guy. Um, but uh, it, it what what happened with that was because of how successful and you know his, I, in my opinion, misguided view on how the fans took it. This mm-hmm. kind of was what birthed Pinkerton. Was his kind of um, you know, yeah. Uh, Opposite yeah, this 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 of, is the most unpinkerton. You know, he's like, well, song. you know what, you yeah. you thought it was too fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. You thought it was too fun. Let's cry. How about that? The, the one thing I really like about this song, and you kind of, you talked about how last last song, mm-hmm. the world has turned. Um, that one, you know, it's right. kind of like the chill out kind of thing, and it, it's yeah, I, I I love that that there's like no no intro, no fanfare. It just let's get going. Let's uh, let's wheeze. One thing that we'll we'll see, just with Weezer in general, is you know their use of like slang, um, you know, okay, in words yeah. like homies, um, which to me it just it just seems so different than what it it mm-hmm. you, you would expect from Weezer. You know, like oh what what's with these homies dissing my girl? You know, like what what are you what are you doing here? I love it. Um, and then when you kind of juxtapose it with the music video where it's you've got this very modern way of speaking in this like happy days 1950s you know kind of situation you know i i think that was a uh, that was a lot of fun so that first line um the what's with these homies dissing my girl it actually came from uh when some of the some of the guys in weezer were picking on his friend you know and so one thing that Rivers was worried about was that, well, I don't want to write a song about, you know, my friends or the people in the group because that might cause some tension. Obviously, it didn't end up mattering, um, considering this is I, probably their most well-known yeah. track. <laughs> it didn't end up being a problem. But um, well, I, I, I want to say as as far as if we want to kind of stick with the lyrics, I think. You know, for me, I mean, it's it's all these, it's all these, woo wee you know, all these all these little vocalizations that aren't mm-hmm. words um, that are used. You know, I mean, it, it, it's 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 it, you know, I can I can totally see why someone would think, and well, it was, it was Spike Jones, um, you know, would come up with the idea to do this um, uh, uh, Happy Days set video. <laughs> um, because I mean I was I was just a big style back in the in the fifties and early sixties, 
um, to have those type of vocalizations. I mean, even even in the early, even in the early '60s when the Beatles, since I'm 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 extremely um, uh, well versed in the Beatles, in the Beatles, um, you know, they, they they don't they don't do quite that of of a cornyish vocalizations, but they do certainly have their moments, their yeah yeah yeahs, and so forth. Yeah, it, it's right, it's a very yeah. like doo-wop, but you know, like mm-hmm. we it's a wizard doo-wop, and and it's just uh, this great 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 juxtaposition of what you were just talking about with the this other kind of uh, uh, terminology of homies and dissing and fronting, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> why do they got a front? Why the the one part of the song that I, I like. I don't understand, um, and this was my; these were my lyrics I didn't understand to begin mm-hmm. with, but now I totally get. Um, okay, yeah. Is the bridge there? Um, that bang bang knock on the door, one. It's that's just kind of what I was thinking uh, while I was listening to that, and you know, kind of thinking, you know, lyrically about it. Like, what are you trying to say here? I mean, the song in and of itself is about, you know, you're you're trying to protect uh-huh. your your girl or whatever, you know, that very that very masculine 1950s kind of thing, um, and then it it just. I, I mean, maybe like that bit is like, oh, he got in a fight and he lost his shoe, and well, you know, we'll see it. Maybe I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go I'm back reaching. to what I was just talking about a little bit. This this the idea of juxtaposition. So I think, and then this also plays into kind of the more musics music stuff that I kind of normally, you know, more normally uh, focus on. Um, but since you're asking, I think it's just this, this juxtaposition thing and. It, it yeah it, it doesn't have a semblance for what really is going on in the rest of the song. It is a bridge. It is a different part of the song, and I think it was just um, it, it could have very easily been a couple different song fragments uh, from from different different points in time. You know, it could have been weeks away in, in the in, in in writing songs prior to getting into the studio or whatever. Back usually usually for first albums. There's there's a lot of songs that are written way ahead of time and and, and they aren't written in the studio, um, but then then on later albums is when that kind of stuff happens. Um, but I just think I think that's what could have happened here. And then additionally, um, it's the it's the one of one of Weezer's influence I've kind of come across recently in, in preparing for this show um, that I I, didn't, I don't think I really knew knew was all that aware of before, but I'm seeing it more and more. Is my third favorite band, Pavement. <laughs> Um, and, and so I, I have the music thing that I'll talk about later uh-huh. a little bit in, in, in a few minutes, hopefully. Um, but here, the, 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 the similarity with pavement, I think here in what you're asking about this section of the song is, is that pavements lyrics, lyrics wise, if rivers was, was kind of studying pavement and, and like that band a lot in their earlier stuff too, was very, um, 
um, off-the-wall, almost nonsense lyrics that just kind of, you know, just whatever sounded good, any kind of word that sounded good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the main lyricist, Stephen Malcolmus is his name. Uh, he would he would he would fit in and 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 somehow he would remember and I, actually somehow I remember a lot of payment lyrics when I'm not a huge lyrics person but I've I've read his lyrics a lot um, and 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 uh, memorized a fair amount but um, pretty well but so I think that's what's kind of you know it's it's just it's just nonsensical juxtaposition I think okay yeah. So the music uh, uh, relation here to, with Pavement is is that uh, there's actually this demo version you can find on YouTube where it's 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 a it's a slower tempo version. It sounds pretty kind of sludgy, and when I was when I was doing research here, it and and, and came across this this other version, and one of the comments in in uh, in the in the YouTube uh, said, "Gosh, this sounds a lot like Pavement." It's like well, that makes sense, okay? Because I just read that pavement wasn't it was an influence on Weezer. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, the only, the only other thing, the next only other biggest thing is just a lot of the Buddy Holly actual related stuff. I have, I I, I found stuff on. Mm-hmm. If are you aware of some connections? Yeah. Go- Look, yeah. the only thing I know about Buddy Holly was okay. that he died in that lake. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. I grow... Well, he died in Iowa. That's, like, the big thing. Um, that's our claim to fame. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, clear like Iowa. Uh, if, if, honestly, now that I say that, I don't know if I'm right about that. But he died somewhere here in Iowa. Him and the, you know, the Big Bopper and, you know, the day the music died, that happens... Here, Richie man. Valens. Richie Valens. That's that's the big one for me because I was a kid when La Bamba came out. Oh if yeah, if you know that movie. <laughs> oh oh god, what a good movie. No, oh you my do? god. You he, do? Yeah, okay. who, who was the actor? Yeah. In that. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips. He is so yeah. good. Um, oh, yeah. I love him so much. Um, but yeah, they 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 all crashed on their plane. Okay. Here but the thing Iowa. with Buddy Holly in relation to this song, besides him being in the lyrics obviously in the title of it is that this this and this uh song was the second single and it was released on the same day that would have been buddy holly's 58th birthday oh first off now the other weird coincidence with us recording this right now (laughs) no is that today yesterday for us recording this right now yesterday was 62 years since the release of Buddy Holly's first single, That'll Be the Day. <laughs> so if that isn't weird, you know, well, I mean, we're so... If we just decided to record on Memorial Day yesterday... I know, jeez. <laughs> but we were at our grill outs and cookouts. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. in between the tornadoes and all that. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, well, and what, what's interesting about that is that in the original version of the song... It wasn't even, um, I look just like Buddy Holly. Originally, the lyric was, you look just like Ginger Rogers. Oh, oh, yeah. I move just like Fred Astaire. Mm-hmm. Which, I like that. I like that a lot. 
I that I I understand a little bit more than the the Buddy Holly reference. I'm more of a movie, oh. and, you know, musical wow. kind of guy. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I and then the, and then we haven't mentioned the other person of historical entertainment significance in the lyrics, Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. So I'm familiar with her because I really liked her first show <laughs> way back. You know, I mean, I I saw it in repeats, that's for darn sure, because I wasn't even alive when, when it was first aired in the, uh, right. in the early mid-60s uh, on the Dick Van Dyke show that she was the 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 lead actress and uh, the, the wife of the real, the real main star of the show. But, but she really... Uh, uh, Proved herself there, that's for sure. She she got a lot of, uh, I think a lot of, uh, not necessarily, I don't know if she ever won an award for it, for sure, but um, she definitely uh, got known really well and, and did really well as, as uh, Dick Van Dyke's wife, Lori Petrie. Um, but then she had her own show throughout the set, most of the 70s called The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh, I didn't realize was she a, was in that. It was, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I know, so weird. And that so, so it's, and it's so weird that, you know, she was on both of these shows with the main person in the title mm-hmm. named like, named like that, that was, you know, middle or get away first from, middle initial. get away from for, yeah, get away from for, uh, so much more of, uh, more sitcoms mm-hmm. such as Cheers or Friends or Frasier. I don't know what else. Frasier. Yeah. Which top-notch love Frasier that's uh welcome to the crane cast yeah. where we're talking about <laughs> Frasier episode by episode um that's a really good idea I'm gonna write that down um hey I I, I like I like uh um toss salad toss salads and scrambled eggs it's podcast which only got done with the first season I think is as far as they did Kevin Smith and uh Matt Myra wow did that uh, podcast I wish they'd bring that back. Oh, jeez. Yeah, man, Frasier is so good. I'm sorry. I, I read an article just before we started recording about Frasier. Um, so I got the phrase on the brain. Because um, that's my life, apparently. I just read articles about Frasier. So um, what, what what else you got for me? Um, so is there more to the song that we want to talk about? Or I can go over... Uh, some of the some of the artists and bands that have covered yeah <laughs> not the important song. ones like uh, Marmalade Concoction uh, no I've got nothing else so. yeah right um, yeah um, so I mean gosh like the biggest one that I'm aware of that I could find that uh, covered this song is Bare Naked Ladies apparently really um, yeah and, and then a few others that I'm kind of familiar with I think I've heard of I may even have a song or two off of some compilation CD or whatever that I have like Biffy Clyro um, another one's Double Experience. Um, now, this one I'm, I'm a little familiar with. It's, it's, it, 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 it's re- it, he's reared his ugly head <laughs> by a few people that are like, oh, man, this is great. Um, Richard Cheese, oh. um, if you know him. Uh, very uh, uh, crony. Uh, or uh, um, Not crony. What's the word? Croner. Doing a... Uh, doing croner versions you know like sinatra and bing crosby crooner um, crooner crooner i'm sorry because i'm Thank immediately you. going to like cronenberg 
and like I don't want <laughs> right. to see that version of Buddy Body Holly. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's a, that's a strict no for me. Okay, Buddy Holly and Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> oh, cast to mouth. Oh God, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> um, um. Uh. So then also uh, the Moog, Moog cookbook. It is pronounced M O O G. Is pronounced Moog. Um, and like I said before, Angry Samoans. And then you have your usual others. You know, there there are a few others, but there was also the uh, the very typicals, uh, Rocket by Baby and mm-hmm. String Tribute Players. You know those. You know, I we we tried covers. Uh, some of those like Rocket by Baby. You know, for for yeah. my kid. <laughs> for your um, kid, yeah. And it was very disappointing that she was mm. not as big of a Weezer fan as I was. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing it's because she didn't hear the original version, so we'll see as she gets older. Uh, I'll mold her Hope into so. a good Weezer fan. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can and only you know, imagine that that's like a portion of the groups that covered. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, song. seventeen total, and probably even more. Um, well, there's actually something I found for the next song that I've already done some research on that will uh, I'll expand even more so uh, as to what I talk about there for covers and so forth. But um, then, then the only other thing for this song, though, is um, uh, apparently it's sampled in five songs that, have, that are out there in ether somewhere. I didn't really go into detail. Didn't, at least none of them caught my eye as yeah. being anything I know. Huh. Well, so I said, I don't care if I don't know it already. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I got too much to listen to <laughs> between podcasts and some, <laughs> some music that I like. Look, if I haven't listened days. to it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and that that about does yeah. it for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Zach, uh, what do you rank, uh, Buddy Holly? All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm pretty I'm sure this might be chair. the one of two times I'm giving a ten out of ten on this album. Wow. Um, Alrighty. The other one, I'm pretty sure everybody. You know, it's the 10 out of 10 for everybody. But, uh, <laughs> like, this song, like I said, I I have nothing bad to say about it. Um, you know, it, it it is just a joy to listen to from beginning to end. Um, you know, and, like, my wife isn't a big Weezer fan. Um, and by big, I mean she's not a Weezer yeah. fan. But, you know, I played this watching the music <laughs> video. And, you know, she was humming it the rest of the night. And it's just, yeah. it's got that infectious... Just yeah, right. joyfulness to the song, and I I just love it. I, uh, this is the, and then we can shut down the podcast. We're good. Like I, I talked about what I wanted to. I got it out to the ether. Um, what about you, Eric? What do you what do you what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I like it an awful lot, but I can't go quite that high. Um, I think I'm going to be giving it a nine. Um, right. I, I'm still holding out my ten. For a couple others later. Oh boy. Um, well, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to find out what mm-hmm. those are. Yeah. So. Well, we'll hold on to that excitement for the uh, the next episode. This was our uh, the fourth track of Weezer, Buddy Holly. Well, we'll be back uh, next time. So until then, uh, um, I'm Eric Nash, and you can find me uh, at Almost Famous Minute. Uh, hopefully, in the near future coming about and uh, and uh you can actually just go ahead and jump on twitter and 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 follow me there at almost famous men uh and i'm zach you can follow me at the informal log on twitter i have nothing to plug so um <laughs> not this week 
two weeks ago, I think, or not two weeks, two episodes ago, it was the library. We'll see if we can figure something else to yeah. plug. Um, but and don't forget to follow us on uh, Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, you can you can like our page on Facebook. Is there the, we uh, at uh, facebook.com slash feels like Weezer. Yes. And the group that you can uh, come join us and talk talk with us and talk with other uh, listeners um, about Buddy Holly and Mary Tyler Moore. Ooey you. <laughs> wow, how do we do that? <laughs> there we go. So, um, um, that, that's, in, that's in our group called uh, Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. And then, of course, always so, uh, feel free to send us an email, feelslikeweezer yeah. at gmail.com. Um, tell, tell us about how much you love Buddy Holly, because if you have something bad to say about the song, you're wrong. Oh, um, boy, yeah. So until next time. <laughs> yep. I'll see ya. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>